Hello, everybody. Welcome to Off the Rack issue. What are we on? Three, two. This two. is two. This is two. That's yeah, right. Because we had issue zero, one, and now we're still two. baby. Yeah, yes, right. We are. Uh, I am Dana Villalobos. I'm Alex Wills. I'm Russell Fung. John Hudson is Prime. And Joshua Potter. And on this podcast, we talk about comic books and everything comic book related. What's a comic book? Uh, <laughs> what's a comic book? I don't those know. funny books. It's like one of those apps made out of a tree. Well, uh, uh, this is the portion of the show in the beginning where we, where we usually talk news, but there's not really a lot of comic book news at the moment. Nothing big other than War of the Realms is is officially begun in Marvel. Yes, uh, so which actually, I think I mentioned last last time. But and yeah, actually, yeah. you're buying Marvel, you're spending a lot of money for the next couple months. Thank you for mentioning that because Marvel's actually doing a promotion right now to start War of the Realms. If you guys are interested and you have the Marvel Comics app, uh, what you can do is you can go to their redemption site and type in the code W O. T-R-S-F, and that will give you issue number one for free. Nice. Oh, I already, yeah. Well, Dan, yeah. I already bought issue number one. Yeah, uh, how did I find that out? War of, yeah, because it's War of the Realm San Francisco is how yeah. I remember it. So W-O-T-R-S-F. Nice. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the thing like I did with Civil War back in the day where I bought every issue. Oh God, no. Every you can't every run every so story. Many. It's just just too many titles. You're so right. I'm just gonna buy the ones that it, the main title, and then the one that that it uh, uh, that goes through my books, the ones that I'm already reading. And I think I might get Journey into the Mystery because they're starting at number one. I don't know if it's if they're restarting to renumber Journey into the Mystery, but or if they're bringing it back because that's come back a few times. They're just going to change it to whatever it was when they need to when it gets to six fifty. They'll change it to six fifty and it'll go back to being one, two, three, whatever it is. Which I'm sure anybody who listens to our show would know this, but Journey into the Mystery is where Thor was introduced, uh, and uh, eventually he became his own. Did that become Thor? Yeah. Or did it continue when Thor? You know, he's actually an interesting case. I know... No, I think it continued because he was in like the 400s. Yeah, I gotta say, I think it did. Because I know that and Tales of Suspense were... Tales of Suspense definitely converted into Captain America eventually. That was also also Ant-Man's introduction. And Iron Man too. Iron Man 2, Tales of Suspense? Yeah, 39. Uh, That's true. Damn. Uh, Anyway, alright, so... Not a lot of not a lot of news to talk about, but there was one thing that I think excites everybody in this room, even though it's not technically comic related, but it deserves mention because it's the holy you know, the holy franchise. Star Wars Episode yes. Nine trailer dropped, and the title the is Rise of Skywalker. You know, it's funny. Uh, we had a podcast, and you guys should listen to the Way We Nerd podcast, uh, Escape Pod. Yes, we talked yes. about. Ooh. Talked about the entire trailer, uh, and uh, that was just a few of us, unfortunately. And many other things. Russell and Star Alex were for that yeah. one, but <laughs> they will get. I'm going to get their thoughts on this pod. Uh, that Rise of Skywalker title could mean so many things. Oh yeah, like it could mean that Ray is they're going to retcon and Ray is a Skywalker, or Potter. You had an idea like that she's another uh, the the force like willing a person She's alive another, like, like a immaculate conception yeah, a virgin, yeah, yeah. another virgin to yeah. the force where but this time it's uh, it's created by Palpatine who because he he says in uh, Revenge of the Sith that his master Darth Plagueis the Wise they figured out how to do it uh, but Palpatine, the secret was lost to him. Now, whether that was a lie or not, just to seduce Anakin, to come into the fold and save save Padme, you know, to cheat death, essentially, um, and then also create life. Uh, I don't know, but it'd be interesting if you, because Star Wars is all about circular storytelling, as we discussed mm-hmm. on the Escape Pod, if you have the fact that Palpatine is the one that created Rey, which could still mean that her parents are nobodies, quote unquote. Mm. They could just be 
be the vessels for this immaculate conception. And it doesn't have to be an immaculate conception. It could be from a mom and a dad or whatever, yeah. you know, and he just willed the force to be strong in their child. <laughs> just playing the midichlorians. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, it's just a theory. It, no, it, no, it is. It, that's a good theory, too. That's, that there's, that's what I'm saying. And then that could be how you I think team back to things. It's just about him being in the movie. Yeah. I tend to think that the rise of Skywalker means that the legend of Luke <coughs> and Leia and Anakin, even, has become a, a religion. Uh, for for the people in the resistance, and the rise of Skywalker is yep. is more about the symbolic Skywalker rather than person. Because I, I I I only have two things that will make me happy: either Ray is Luke's daughter, and that's it, <laughs> or no. or Ray is just nobody's. Like like last shit I said, those are the only two possible. I don't want her to be Han and Leia's daughter, and then we they just made like even though I had this theory that Luke made them forget. Now that he's dead, they're going to remember. See. But, I, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think Luke would do that. No, no, I don't think he would either. But I, I, and I don't want her to be Obi Wan's daughter. I don't want her to be uh, uh, or granddaughter or whatever. Granddaughter or Palpatine's uh, grandkid, you know, or kid or whatever. I don't want any relation except for Luke or nothing. <laughs> but I think so. I think you will see some kind of connection there because, like you're saying, it's all circular. It all comes back around. And I, I remember thinking. Much less after episode eight, but coming out of episode seven, I thought she was like Han and Leia's. Well, <clears throat> the daughter was the biggest one, but Maz has that line where she says, "Now it calls to you, goes her father and his you know, yeah Luke, and now you." And uh, so I, I I don't know I don't know where I fall on it right now. I feel like she has to be connected to Kylo Ren in some way because I feel like that they I, I love the idea that you take what you had with Luke and Leia in the in the middle trilogy and you turn it to make one good one evil. And I, I love yeah. that concept, and I wish they. At this point, it's a little too late to, to, to take the full strokes with that kind of arc that I'd want. I mean, they have done a lot of it because I feel like the entire time, Kylo Ren is the key here and you're just watching him kind of waffle back and forth. I feel like that uh, um, Ray is basically his his beacon to the light, whereas you're going to see that uh, this ancient evil that may be laughing at the trailer, maybe Snoke, maybe God knows who. Um, I mentioned the pod. I think it's just the fact that we haven't seen what a Sith or the equivalent of a Sith Force Ghost is. And that's what basically is trying to take over young, sexy Kylo Ren's body over here. So, like, he was eventually training and pruning him to get this super powerful Force wielder and then jump into him at the last second. And I think that you might see Kylo Ren bounce back and forth. But, I, but again, I don't know if they're going to do that or not. And like I said, a lot of that sh- well, we got shit on after eight. But plus the connection, like you said, you say the connection with Ray and, and, and uh, Kylo, they do have also in that vision that. Ray has Kylo saves her from being killed. Yeah, you know. But if they, if that's her, that she if that's memory she's remembering, or she's something else. But I want to hear what Alex has to say because Alex reacted so violently to me saying <laughs> her being Luke's daughter. Oh God! Yeah. I just I just feel like I just don't it's, like storytelling yeah. that's so too interconnected like that. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's an entire galaxy. Same. Why can't she just be a random person? Not everyone in a narrative needs to always be related like that. I would prefer her to be your second option. Yeah. It's just not related to anyone. She just is another force sensitive person. That's that would be well, completely. That's but I mean, yeah. that's the whole it's, theme of, totally of, of episode eight is <laughs> yeah. that. But this, but the, these, it opens these, up the world where everybody, anyone, could be a force. Yeah, but that's, that's, could be like a Jedi, the, that's the theme you know? of that movie in the end, yeah, right? Yeah. With that kid grabbing but, the broom, whatever. It's yeah. like the force is like something that. But everyone could attune to to a degree or whatever. Right. But here's the thing. I'm just going to give one argument to that. There's the one argument I'm going to give is okay. these nine episodes are the Skywalker saga. Boom. So it's it's Star Wars is so much bigger than these nine movies, mm-hmm. but this is the main story. This is the rise, fall, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker, and now we're seeing his children 
deal with it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> she, she still is like a protege of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she doesn't. It, it, she doesn't, doesn't have to be related to him for his like ethos or like his training to like carry on no, through her. Right? She doesn't Which is need. Cool. She does. Yeah, she doesn't need to be. That's what I'm saying. I just want one of the two. Like I, I don't want <laughs> related any other way. The only Probably reason I wanted two. that was because I just wanted the Skywalker name to live on. Which well, now, really, if Kylo dies, it, well, it wasn't even he's solo on those. It, well, maybe in their Star Wars world, they don't they don't take each other's last names. I don't think <laughs> I don't think Princess Leia. I don't think Princess Leia goes by or, uh, Organa. Yeah, Solo. Yeah. I don't think she yeah. goes by Princess Leia Organa Solo. Oh yeah, wow, that would Princess be Leia Organa Skywalker Solo. <laughs> Damn, that would be so there. Sorry, John. Where are you on? No, that? I was going to say I, I agree with you because actually that's that's one of my slight myths in the last. Uh, uh, Thing that I do say is like I, I I like the premise that you're going for that and that you want to have a more expanded universe because yeah that opens it up so much to the to storytelling possibility, but I, I I am akin to what you're saying there that this is this the story of the Skywalker saga and when you kind of work that in there, I didn't subscribe to it to the level of rage and hate that I feel like a lot of the the, the, the I was upset, did. Uh, but I did feel a little bit of that like but this is my story it's like but yeah. I'm not done with I, I was upset with yet. other things about Last Jedi but that's another pod for another time but I like Last Jedi <laughs> but there was just there's just just Ryan Johnson and I have just a different view of Luke, Luke Skywalker. Is. He shouldn't and have killed him. I'll say it. He shouldn't have killed him. There's that. But there's uh, not, not there's have not, killed There's him. not anything. Not, uh, not kill him in that way. I, don't, I, I, I like what he did. Dying like to die on a rock. rock. Thank you. To die on a rock. What I don't think man? he died, though. I think it he, doesn't matter. He, he didn't die. He'll be one to know. I know, but still. I think another actually idea of the rise is like more his like because he still exists in some consciousness yeah. within the force oh, yeah. like rising back and like leading them from yeah. like beyond or something and he says it right in the trailer nobody's ever really gone yeah yeah, yeah totally. Russell I want to hear your thoughts on it then. I think I think Skywalker is going to be a title more like like Batman right like, like, the Batman. like Darth or like, like Valkyrie like, no, like, like Skywalkers <laughs> remember like oh he is the Pan oh like Caesar oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Like oh Caesar, I, exactly like uh, Caesar yeah. right? or, like, uh, not really his name I like that too and I also like that you brought up the Pan I like I'm the Pan now I love it hell yeah yeah so got Rufio hair going on right now too I mean that's just a theory not even a theory it's more like a wish but like no I like that I didn't even think about that I like that I feel yeah, like I cool. spoiled something. Who's the Skywalker? No, 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 no. I mean, that's great. We don't know what's in Abrams. Yeah, we don't know. And the thing about JJ is, is like, I just hope he doesn't react because, like, I mean, I know Last Jedi people were divided, but I think more people liked it than not. It just there was like me, there's people who had issues with parts of it. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. But it's not like, the whole thing. Like, the, like Brian Johnson is a fantastic filmmaker, and like, yeah. I love Looper, and I loved uh, what was his first one, Brick. Brick, yeah, totally. Oh my God, Brick is He's so, so good. good. Yeah, he's such a, and I can't wait to see what he does outside of Star Wars. And I really hope they don't take his trilogy away from him. I just still, <laughs> as of now, yes. Oh, I his trilogy is still his trilogy is still going forward. But I just, I just, I just want, I just, I just want. Uh, Damn, that totally threw me off. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Prodder's giving me the time. Like the way it well, no, the so, gets so the red light. I was going to say, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I know no. we, we're on a time constraint here, but uh, so, so comic books. Uh, I just yeah, yeah. bringing it bringing it back to comic books. Bringing it back to comic books. Uh, yeah, watch the trailer. We'll talk, yeah. Yes, watch the trailer. trailer and listen to the escape our escape pod if you haven't. Yeah. yeah, we discuss it more in depth there. Um, and it keeps tigers away. Yeah. Ooh. I don't uh, see any tigers around here. Do you guys? No I do not. So, yeah. <laughs> Last week, uh, this uh, and I really, really do got to work together to figure out some better titles for these uh, segments. 
the next segment we're going to talk about uh, a new book. And uh, last week Alex brought in one called uh, Blackbird. Or Longbird. Little Bird. Little Bird. I called it Little Bird. Blackbird is another one actually that I was trying to read. But okay, Little Bird. Little Bird. Yes, written by what are the what are the writers there? So Darcy Van. Cole Geist is the writer. Okay. Ian Bertram is the artist. Bert. Matt Hollingsworth colors. It was Ian. And uh, Aditya Bindikar is the letterer. All right, I, I yeah, and I looked up uh, these these are uh, creators to see if I knew. I don't know any of Ian Bertram's work, unfortunately. Uh, Darcy appears to be a, a writer director as well. Oh, nice. Uh, it's uh, awesome. I don't know if it's a man or a woman because Darcy's one of those names that could be both, but it's usually a woman, right? I think so. Okay. Usually. Yeah. I will tell you uh, this Ian over here looks like he is Grant Morrison, or not Grant Morrison, but um, yeah. oh, Frank Quinn. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think I said it earlier, but I didn't mean Grant Morrison. I meant Frank Quitley. Yeah. 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 With like the grotesqueness, yeah. the hyper detail, yeah. line work, all that stuff. Yeah, I had to keep great. looking at the name and checking. I was like, are you sure this isn't Frank? <laughs> I was like, all right. It's it's very graphical in nature. like, And I like it not just in the gore or the. The subject matter, but just the the artwork is very graphical, and I, I appreciate that. It's it's different from a lot of stuff that's out there now. Yeah, so. it kind of reminds me of Saga. You guys ever read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saga the stars. Yeah, uh huh. Uh huh. Saga is fantastic. No, yeah. I, that's a really good comparison. I, I I do like the art a lot in this, <laughs> and uh, uh, the color. Uh, I looked up uh, the colorist too, Matt Hollingsworth. Apparently, he's done a lot of uh, DC Vertigo and Marvel. And he's, too, Eisner, and he's Eisner nominated because oh, I mean wow. the thing about it is, hey, is, yes. is the way Good the way this him. thing is colored at first I thought it wasn't very colorful and then as I kept looking at it deeper and I'm like no it's very very vivid like yeah. it's not it's I thought it was dull I'm sorry at well first. this is what but G- then I looked at it closer and like this is very vivid like the every time you go to the religious scenes they make it very dull very monochromatic yeah. it's, it's, yes. it's the same tactic that George Lucas used with the Empire because mm-hmm. they're all black and white so they're very stale they're very they're very conformative everybody else is unique they have their own perspectives that's why the color comes there and it's Canadian. Which is even better. Oh, yeah, this is Canadian. Yeah. Super Canadian. Yeah. Freaking yeah. Santa Claus out of jail. I love it. What's his name? Is it the Axe? He's just called the Axe. Oh, he's just called the Axe? Yeah. And he's basically, he's a guy just runs around with a gigantic axe. And by the way, if you go to our website, which will we'll be up by the time this uh, airs, then uh, this goes up, uh, we will have uh, visual aids for all you guys just to see a little bit of the art and the, and the book, uh, as much as we can show. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can show a few panels. We can, yeah, we can. Yeah. So, can I just say one of my favorite parts of it was I loved, because you mentioned the name The Axe, I love the fact that he's called The Axe, but the, they don't say that so much in the beginning. They're just like, you need to get The Axe. Go get The Axe. And then they yeah. have her... her they, it the makes story. it sound like it's a weapon or something. Well, and then yeah. she rolls into yeah, a seat, so, and yeah. the, the weapon sits in the middle of the room. She goes and grabs The Axe and starts dragging it, and I'm like, oh, The Axe. And then literally, there's <laughs> this big hulking six foot seven Santa yeah. Claus dude that's called The Axe. Yeah. And then he picks up The Axe, and there's two axes in one, and he just starts killing people. But they deserve His On his shirt, too, is low. Is yeah. the Canadian flag yeah, as an axe? Yes, yes. yes. so, it's so, so great. solid. It's really, so it was that exact well. panel I caught that too. I was like, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> and exactly. uh, by the way, thanks, Alex. Now I got to go spend more money because I want to go buy the other I know, right? issues. <laughs> well, yeah, this right? is only five, five issues. Five issues yeah, yeah, series. series yeah. uh, but it says it either in the beginning or, one of the, or, or at the end. It says that this is not going to be released in trade trade anytime soon. So you got to go out and buy the issues. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we can we can help get it the word out there because this is a really good book, uh, yeah. Little Bird. You guys really need to check it out. And it's all um, so so the all themes, five are out, I believe, because I, I was at the store the other day and they had 
They had uh, at least I think only the four. second one. Oh, really? really? I thought it was up to at least four. Oh, maybe uh, this one I would know was doing like a reprint after the first run had come out, and I think the second one maybe just came out. I haven't picked it up yet. Though. Oh, okay, cool. I, my my maybe idiot wrong. my idiot brain I, that might have been that other Blackbird one that I was thinking of to begin with. That's another book that's out there. But okay, so maybe it's just on two. I thought. I what I the other thing I like about this that I definitely want to read more because it's you you get the the religious fanaticism essentially which is which is very very topical and current for our this is post, art society this is post apocalyptic right yes like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you get that mixed Canada, with though, finally it's with ge- not, yes. genetic manipulation essentially too. Yeah. Like there's an augmentation i guess that's what i was looking for is genetic augmentation which mm. is which is really cool and that's something that i haven't really seen a book do lately and what i like is the axe is he's got to be genetically modified. Oh, yes. Yeah, he takes, takes so much damage. He's, 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 taking, yeah. he's drinking yeah. bullets like he's yeah. Frank Castle over here. I'm just going to keep <laughs> chopping through guys. Grr, Mondays, right, guys? <laughs> My torso is Swiss cheese now, but I've got some more axe swinging left in me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. Okay, and... and By the way, I'm going to say I'm gonna say right now, spoilers. So if you're going to go out and read the first issue, uh, turn, it off, turn it off for about a couple minutes. <laughs> Little Bird's done at the end of this first issue. It yeah. seemed like it, I but I don't, I don't, my I suspicion so. is she's going to have a healing power like him. Okay, because yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, did I just 100%. see a bullet go? Did because she they just get Ned Stark? Yeah, just yes. get Ned fucking Stark right there. In the yeah, middle. there's got to be something to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They I think talk she's about or Sean Bean because Sean Bean seems to die in everything. Oh yeah, like it's his job. They talk about resurrection earlier in the book too. Oh, okay. So uh, they're setting and, something I think up it's, here. It's in I hope so. It like, was one of the religious scenes, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the, 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 the creepy preacher guy who was bathing in like the tentacle jacuzzi yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 I was like, what the f- is this? Yeah. It's like, I, I'm like, all right. So you go out there, go out there to your local shop, go online, go to, it's probably on Comixology. Little Bar. I think so. The second yeah. one comes out April 17th. I just looked at oh, that. That's not even out yet. Okay, cool. It's just starting even better. All right, so yeah, go check uh, out Little Image Bird. Image Comics. It's by Image. It's, Ima- it's yeah, Image. Yeah. Image is the publisher, so yep. you're you're definitely helping out the creators there because uh, Image is still creator owned. Yes, it is. I love yep. that. I love that about them. Okay, so the uh, next thing we're going to discuss, or my hands have been nearly here. So it's here was John's Wall Book from last week, Woo-hoo! The Fantastic Four yeah. number two forty three. Oh yes, written and that. drawn by <laughs> the great John Byrne. He's, he's okay. Uh, he's, he's okay. okay. I'm just kidding. I love John. <laughs> yeah. I love John. I love John. <laughs> Legendary. I know. Runs. Hold your tongue. <laughs> yeah. oh. Legendary runs on Fantastic <laughs> Four in the late '70s to I think he did it all the way to the late '80s. I believe he had so. a really long. Yeah, because he yeah. I, the big ones of issues. Yeah, yeah, because it was, was X Men, Fantastic Four, and then Hulk. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. the way he he rolled through. Yeah, it, so. yeah. Uh-huh. He's, he's he is fantastic. Love one of the, John Byrne. One of the oh. very few writer and artists which they don't. It's not that's not as prevalent as it once was. Not anymore, or if it is, they just they piece that out to artists because there's so many comic it's book artists. Too, it's just uh, too much. Yeah, yeah. Too much work. I feel there's yeah. too. Well, also there's like, like there's drawing a comic book takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, but I think you also the benefit of us being in this day and age is there's, there's a lot of people who grow up with this, and so every yes. year that you have this, it expounds, and you have more people with that talent getting into the industry. So I think we're just in a, a fact where back in the 80s and 70s, because comics still was a I won't say main, like an entirely kids thing, but it definitely still had a lot of that that basis and a lot of that stigma. Yes. So now you get to the point where it's it's a viable career where you're doing actual art and like the way that they make these damn books now. I mean, like the panels, like the, the digital creation of it, it's just it, it, it's it's its own unique art form and it's being respected as such. 
Agreed. Um, That's why I don't think the com- when everybody says, "Oh, well, the comic industry is failing right now," it's just it's failing. It's on a downhill slope. It's, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's, 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 it's shifting. shifting. When you look shifting. at stuff yeah. like yeah. Saga that has like an entirely new readership that like did yeah. not traditionally read comics, it's just like changing yeah. form. It's, exactly. become, it's become literature. Like it's yeah. like it's. I think it started with. Uh, and this is a whole other part for another time with. Alan Moore's saga, the Swamp Thing, like that's kind of when things like kind of turned oh around. God. It was like, so good. Oh, so mm. this is what comic books can be. This is what storytelling is like. Yeah. yeah. So See, for me, it's just Animal uh, Man stuff. Like that. That, that shit. Oh, Animal his, Man. His Animal Man run was yes. crazy. Like you think Swamp Thing's wild? I need to read Animal Man. I don't, I've never read it. I don't know the exact issues, but basically, it boils down to everything in his life that's been going wrong. It's attributed to the guy, like basically the guy above or the guy sitting above. Oh, it's the, well, you're talking about the end of the Morrison run, right? Exactly. Yeah, the end yeah, of the Morrison yeah. run, exactly. That's that's some wild that's meta awesome shit right comic. there. And I'm just yeah. like, holy fuck! Like, you were talking about some mind shit. Like that's like, yeah. oh my god. But I digress. What were we talking anyway, about? So, no, no, no. Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four. Fantastic Four <laughs> Volume yeah. One, Number Two Forty Three. Keep that in mind, though. Keep that yeah. in mind. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, Number Two Forty Three. Two Forty Three. So yeah, Galactus everybody, and the cover is Fantastic Four. Yeah, but the Avengers show up. Yeah, the covers the cover has Iron Man on it, Spider Man, I think. Yeah, it's Avengers. Daredevil's there. Yeah, but Spider Man does not get involved. He's smarter than that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he and Daredevil are like. We'll let them fight this out. But I will say this, unfortunately. We'll I'll, I'll have this visual aid right. on our site, but no, he's not on this. But that's Superman. What the hell? It's uh, uh, anyway. Well, there's, a, there's a toy. There's a statue. Yeah. Of, of oh, cool. it should be the oh, it's Doctor Strange flying down in there. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's the Fantastic Four, Doctor Strange, <laughs> Wasp, Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. So I really want the yeah, statue, wasp. but it's like 200. Yeah, I forgot about her contribution, but she's yeah, right. It's good. Oh, and there's the Wasp right there too. I love the Doctor Strange thing, but that was a very blurry picture. Anyway, it's just I want it. I want it. And I want to buy number two forty four now. So both of you guys made me want to buy the next issue of the comic book that you chose. So good job, guys. All right. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So uh, check out uh, both Little Bird and Fantastic Four 243. Which I found out it does get collected. Uh, John Because I did some research after you asked me about it. John Byrne does a Fantastic Four collection. I believe it's in volume two of that, if I'm not mistaken. And if you actually check that out, it actually has a really great fight where uh, scrolls come to Earth and the Fantastic Four show up, and the Skrulls all take the guys of different like X Men and Avengers. So Gladiator's there and has to fight his way through the Fantastic Four and the Skrulls, and so it's this big like who the hell is who that leads into this Galactus story. That's before this. Yeah. Uh, so Sweet. and like I said, it, it, it's pretty solid. It's pretty I'm solid. Look forward to that. Yeah, I'm on board I need that. to order it because I, I I was looking into it and seeing the issue numbers, and I was like, oh my god, that's some good storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next up is the uh, Longbox Cafe, and uh, where we nominate a either story arc or an art. Run or just an artist or creator in general, uh, or a uh, classic miniseries a la Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. Uh-huh. And uh, Russell brought it to our attention the new Power Rangers uh, line, uh, mm-hmm. started by Kyle Higgins, is the main is the main story, right? With the yeah, give a little more background again, one more time. Not the one I have, but the one the, the main series is. Yeah, the main series uh, is in its fourth year now, and. Um, Kyle Higgins is the originator. Is he still going? Uh, he, he left. He left, okay. So now it's taken over by someone else. And then uh, because of the success of that line, it was the main line of Power Ranger comics, they started a new line called Go Go Power Rangers. Which is kind of a prequel. Yeah, it's like it takes place the day after the first episode. Gotcha. Nice. The day of the dumpster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So they call it arrival day or whatever. Yeah, arrival day. Yeah. Yes. Think of it as like Smallville. It's like a it's a reimagining of the first Dude, season of. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I, That's great. Because I'm because re- I'm because I read it. I read it's a see the writer is 
is it Dean Perrot? No, is, is, is it Ryan Perrot? Ryan Perrot and illustrated by Dan Mora, colors by uh, Raul Angulo. Angulo. And uh, it, nice. Duke, Duke Shire his letters. Uh, you just sent me down a Power Ranger rabbit hole, Mr. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so all you guys got me excited about all this stuff because like, I, I bought the, the first trade for uh, GoGo Power Rangers and I already want to go buy Volume 2. And I'm going to pump a store right now because there's a store here in Los Angeles called Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. All of their trades are 30% off. What? Oh, what? All yeah. of We should have. What? I'm going after this yeah. guy. <laughs> go. This store is huge, bro. You broke John. You broke John. John's broken. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I can't believe you guys yep. didn't know this. Pulp Fiction is a fantastic comic book store. They have. They also have a big... They always have dollar issues. Uh, but back issues, yeah. Back oh, issues. Okay, but yeah. it's... But they're... Trade is that's what they're known for. Thirty percent off all trades all the time. That's yep. Bad. So yes, it's so. And then I, they'll have, I they'll had, have I, older stuff that's maybe damaged or has some creasing or whatever, or just stuff that people have brought in for even cheaper than that. Like yeah. we're talking five to ten bucks. Oh, yeah. do they do like per used trade like yes. trades? Yeah, so yeah. Used, uh-huh. used trades too. Uh, yeah. I found this I awesome. Here. I don't yeah. know. You guys need to go. It's, it's, it's in on Culver us. City. Yeah, it's on Culver City on Sepulveda, and there's another store on in Long Beach. So there's two Pulp Fictions, and they both had that deal. Yeah. So if you don't find the trade there that you want, go over there. The other one you're gonna find. Culver City store is a little bigger than the Long Beach store. Yeah, there's, Long Beach is a little smaller. There's yeah. another. Is it like Spider Bug or Comic Bug that's over there in Culver City too? It's like this. I know which one you're talking oh, about. Comic Bug. It's, it's, yeah. Comic Bug. It's an Overlook, yeah. right? It's like uh, is it like by oh, yeah. Manhattan Beach or something? Yeah. yeah. You actually go. It's a plug stores. You go in there once in a while. Like they actually they go through so much stuff that's new and like com- uh, and graphic wise. Like like they're usually having some huge ass sale in the middle. Where they're just like trying to throw stuff out of the damn boat. I love so, it. So, um, so yeah, check it yeah. out too. But uh, but yeah, well that's the thing. Is like I, I even though I do like single issues, like trades are just a great way to to save space. Number one, yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, totally and and yeah, and uh, I look, they have so many Power Rangers there. Like that one I, I, ch- I sent you a picture of. Yeah, I think there's just a bunch of random stories by different artists and, and writers. But oh, that one, the archive is from the '90s. That's well, the old stuff. The old stuff from oh. when I collected when I was a kid. That's it, only twenty bucks. That was a big collection. Yeah, it's like it, it's a goofy right. version. Well, but. now I'm going to not have to race Russell over there to go. To go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They had two oh, copies, yeah. though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. There's, 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 but this, this, what I love about this, just really quick, this, this trade, and you guys should read it. It's, if, oh, you, if any of you guys were fans, oh, you've read it. Oh, yeah, oh, good. I, I want to hear it. I'm on it. Uh, I want to hear what you think then, too. Uh, it's very Whedon esque. Like, it's very, like, it's, it's, oh, to very me, it's like witty. Very, yeah, it's very yeah. Buffy, uh, Buffy, Buffy like. And uh, uh, they have the, the variant covers in here, which are other, which are the Power Rangers as in movie posters. Oh, yeah. And they actually have, and I'm going to put this one on the site, my favorite one is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer one, Ooh. where it's Trini as Buffy. Oh, holding <laughs> the knife? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> so I'll show you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> oh, was, yeah, like yeah, the original yeah, Buffy. Yeah, and Zach yeah. is behind her as uh, the, unfortunately, <laughs> near, uh, recently departed Luke Perry. Uh, yep. If you guys have never seen the original, written and directed by Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, with Paul uh, Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, oh as the, uh, <laughs> and Rucker Howard as the villains, you need to see this I movie. It's, it's nothing right, like I the part, it's nothing that. like the TV show that came out later. It's terrible. but the movie it's is funny. so good. But anyway, what did you think about the this uh, Power so Rangers? I like never really watched Power Rangers or anything when I was younger, yeah. so I came to this as like totally fresh, That's and I better. was like pretty impressed by this book actually. Right? It's like has a really strong character focus in the writing. The art yes. is like rad. I was I was so I liked good. I was expecting honestly. This it was cool. It's really really good. And this backstory they have uh, of uh, Billy and Skull being friends, dude. Yeah, that was great. that was such that a was great so good. That gives, they, they give so much more dimension to the Power Rangers, even though I love that original show. But this is like 
it's fleshing it out so much more. I oh, love it. Yeah, it's it's like Smallville. Like Dude, it's it's, it's a right. reinterpretation so... of the first season. Yeah, this and... needs to be a TV show. Yeah, it's the it's the CW version of well, maybe CW. No, Smallville. you're totally right. Yeah, that's actually you're, you're it's it sounds about right. Smallville, Riverdale, it, it, yeah, Arrow, all those shows. They they they're great comic book shows, but they definitely have a teen. Yeah, it's like teen drama yeah, character yeah. focus which, mixed into it, which is yeah, great. which we all grew up with. I mean, I, if you didn't watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero or Dawson's Creek or Gossip Girl, or I mean, every every generation has that soap opera that everybody watched. So, and the way they talk in this is more um, modern. Like, I got excited when I heard Zach say the word "badass." Yeah, like oh, you can't say that on Fox Kids, you can't, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they st- and they, and I like how they they've given Zach the same attitude as the Zach from the TV show, but the, his lines are way better. Than the TV shows would have been, and, and he doesn't solve everything with dancing, but he can't dance. <laughs> I was sure that was like Zach's hey, thing. Was like, hey, Pop buddy. The only person that can solve everything with dancing is Starlin Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Ah, Bacon. Ah, Footloose. One of the greatest superheroes of all time. Is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> it never no, was. No, it never was. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love his. Aback by that. Yeah, he was so taken <laughs> like, aback what? by that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway yeah. Going back on the. Infinity uh, War aside. Yes. The yeah. trade paperback. So. Originally, when the first line of Power Rangers came out, the, um, the Mighty Morphin, I bought the issues individually because I wanted to support it because I wanted it to keep going. Yes, of course. And it was a big hit. And then they released a, a year one compilation and included all the variant covers inside. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. So on year two, I waited. And, I, and, and you got the trades. And so with GoGo Power Rangers, uh, they don't have a year-long compilation. At least I don't see it in the plans. Yeah, they're on issue eighteen or nineteen right now, so it's been yeah. a year and a half. Those covers are beautiful too. Yeah, like I saw yeah. some of the new ones at the at the shop. All right, uh, so for next week, just so we so you guys know, so for the new book, it's Russell. It's your turn to nominate a new book for next week for all of us to read. Check out. Okay. And do you got a nomination? Um, I say. Batman Detective Comics number one thousand. I love it. It's nice. a great idea because nice. every comic book fan should own that book. I just read it last night, so so I'm, I got ahead of the curve. Oh, and you got two covers. So yeah, there's, good. there's multiple covers covering each decade. I have this one right here, the Paul Denny, nineteen uh, forties. Yeah. I couldn't find this in stores. So, it's, dude, I, that's one of the hardest ones to find. It's yeah, so it good. I found it at the Warner Brothers studio. Ah, oh, and, good and I think I told nice. you said this on the last pod. That's the one I, I got signed by Kevin Smith. Uh, I, this I saw one, right? I saw him at Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah and nice. he signed it for me. Because uh, Kevin Smith wrote a story in there, um, I think I think you should pick if if you go and buy this comic, you should pick the Batman that you grew up with or that speaks to you. Just pick the one, yeah. It's interesting or whatever cover you like, cover. but it's it's funny that you picked really cool. that cover and I picked the Tim Sales cover, which is more Batman in the '90s because oh, that's okay. when I grew up reading Batman. It was more the the '90s era with with Chuck Dixon and uh, Doug Munch and all those guys yeah, that worked right. on Batman. But I I mean I so. said Paul Denny. I, I made a mistake. But, it's the Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim. Bruce yeah, not mm-hmm. Paul Denny. Paul Denny's yeah. the writer. Bruce Tim. Yes. Artist, uh, uh, that Bruce, cover is fantastic. This, yeah, That'd so be my cool. second. I got it. I, I got uh-huh. it for two reasons because the cover is wonderful. The joke, uh, three reasons actually. The cover is wonderful. Joker is my favorite fictional character ever created, and Bruce Tim because mm-hmm. the Batman the animated series I still believe is the best thing based on comic books ever made. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it's, yeah, so it's a yeah. perfect it's television. Show. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So, uh, I agree. all right, cool. Everybody's gonna read. I already have it, so I just got to read it, and yep. uh, we'll check it out. 
Uh, the next one will be a wall book, which will be Potter's turn. Potter, you have a wall book. Oh, uh, I have two choices, but you know what? I think I think Did I'm going to decide where you were reading him. Well, to Check keep going out. with Batman, and since he nominated Detective yes, Comics. Yes. By the way, happy 80th birthday! I don't know if we've said that to yeah, Batman. To he Batman. just turned yeah. 80 a week ago. Birthday, Mr. Wayne. So, so to continue with the Batman theme, I think I think I'm going to save Batman 500 for another time, which Ooh. which is a fantastic issue, um, and it would have it would have been fun to do that. But since we're doing Detective Comics. I'm going to recommend Detective Comics number 651. Uh, it is a I randomly have that one. <laughs> it's, it's a short. It's a sh- kind of a short one-off story. It's it happens before all of the Nightfall stuff starts to go through all yeah, of the Batman that's a books. Big back story. with uh, yeah, with uh, D- again Doug Munch and uh, Chuck Dixon. So this one's written by Chuck Dixon. Graham Nolan does the pencils, and Scott Hanna does the inks. Uh, I like it for two reasons. One, the cover is one of my favorite Batman covers. It's it's awesome. We'll put it we'll put it yeah, on the we'll website too. Website. But uh, cool. it's it's just so graphical, so awesome. You get is that, that Neil sense Adams of cover? no. Uh, no, he didn't do detective. He just did regular Batman. Let me see here. Uh, cover artist is Kelly Jones. No, oh, nope, Kelly. nope, nope, not Kelly no, Jones. I Sorry, Kelly that's Jones. for Batman Five Hundred. Uh, I recognize the style. I'm trying to figure who. It's. Yeah. Uh, I don't see a signature. It is not six fifty six fifty one. Cover artist, it, it is Kelly Jones. Never mind. I'm sorry. Okay. It is Kelly Jones. I just, I just wanted to make Kelly sure. Kelly Jones was, is really yeah, good. He is. Um, so anyway, you get the great cover, uh, which I would definitely hang on a wall. And then um, the story is all about Harvey Bullock. Actually, it's Ooh. a Batman story with Batman like kind of in the background. Yeah. Where sometimes he's essentially those are the best helping. Yeah he's, yeah. he's essentially helping Bullock track down. Uh, a guy that that shot at him, that tried to kill him, kill him in the it, in the beginning of the story, and I won't I won't say any more, so you guys can read it. But well, is, is it th- at this point though? Because sometimes sometimes Bullock is is cool with Batman, sometimes they're at odds. At, at this point, uh, are they at odds? I'm not gonna say. It's, okay, it's better to read I, there. All right, it's All better right. to read because again, I I love Batman, but uh, this one sticks out to me because it's it's just this cool little little one off story. Where Batman and Bullock wind up working together in, hmm. in a sense. So right. sounds good. Batman six. I mean, uh, volume, Detective. Detective Comics number uh, six fifty one, volume one. Volume yeah. one. Uh, uh-huh. All right, cool. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. the last one would be Longbox Cafe, which will be John's turn to nominate a classic oh, arc, miniseries, or creator. All right. What do you all got right. for us? Well, as you guys know, I got a little bit of a thing about predictions and theories, and so I wanted to bring that <laughs> yeah, and uh, and endorse that over here. Yes. Uh, so I think Hudson is Prime on YouTube. Yeah. Just just. Yeah. If you, if you know if you guys are bored after this, listen to this first. But uh, you guys probably saw that I brought in the collected edition of Infinity Gauntlet because mm. we did speak on it in our last podcast. Why would you bring uh, that in? Uh, well, the main that's thing was relevant. that's not relevant at all. <laughs> well, no. To answer your question, it is entirely a decoy because I've actually brought Earth X over here, and that is going to be my true prediction for today. Oh, nice. Now the reason the reason I think that this is important, and and you are oh staring at an Alex Ross here. That is exactly what the Alex cover is. Ross there. is I I just want to say I hate Alex Ross so much in a good way. Because he is so talented, it's so fair. amazing, and it's just yeah. not fair. But oh, yeah. I love Alex Ross. Anything he draws, if I could I'm ever get a, an original oh, my of his God, hanging so on my wall, that would be mm-hmm. like having a Picasso, in my opinion. God, he's so good. He is so fucking good. Oh yeah, anyway. absolutely. Yeah. So basically speaking, now this is going to be an alternate, like a what if kind of tale. It is contained within its own universe. Sure, uh, sure, ba- sure. Basically, the premise here is that uh, the Terrigen Mists are released on Earth. Uh, like I don't, I don't even know if there's an exact timeline, but it's early enough to where at this point in the story, present day, everyone in the world's got superpowers, and if you don't, you're seen as kind of like what a mutant was back yeah. in, in this uh-huh. universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now the reason I bring this up is because it's a lot of craziness. It's got a lot of fun to it. It is 12 issues. There's a lot of reading here. I got you. I got 
got but, you. But the one thing I'll say is I think this is going to be a good roadmap for where Marvel Universe is is planning to take their their properties here as far as explaining yeah. the the genetic abnormality that is humanity. And the reason I bring this is because for 12 issues you get a very distinct and very compact love letter to the creation of the Marvel Universe. Granted it's another version of it, yeah. but taking these the, the concepts and, and what you see in this one and applying it to the Marvel Universe we know it's the best definition I can give for what they're going to be doing in Phase 4. Because it, it, it starts out with basically how the Eternals did everything. The Eternals lead into the Inhumans. The Inhumans yes. then lead into the X-Men. And, of course, that leads into the accidents that we have with, like, Bruce Banner and the Fantastic Four. And I think that's how they're going to work them in. You're going to really see in Phase 4 of Marvel's Universe the the, the, the genetic precursors that make humanity the weird grab bag of powers and stuff that it can be today. And I think to introduce things like the Fantastic Four where people get random mutations and how that differs from an X gene, this is the a good book to kind of lead you through it. Like I said, it's heavy. Don't That's get me wrong. Yeah. I read it over the course, I think the first time over two weeks and I would just kind of sit down and like do one issue at a night because each issue covers a different franchise within the Marvel Universe through this, this perspective or this lens. That's great. Um, but like I said, solid prediction for this is like how they're going to try to explain the MCU and, and humanity going forward and this was the best collected version of that that I felt I could show you guys or no, share with you. With I like it, man. That's a perfect one to throw out there. And uh, it's good thing is, is we, we will have a couple weeks because next week is Easter, so yeah, uh, we're gonna have to take a week off uh, at least. Uh, so uh, is it all drawn by the uh, same artist? They leave. I want to say. Yeah, I think it's I all guarantee, and, and I guarantee you that's also one that's I think it's very well. Oh, it's John John Paul Leon. Oh, okay. John Paul Leon. Never mind. He's the artist. But Alex Ross does all the covers. Um, yes. The only thing that's dirty is that I don't know if this is a. I have to check. No, because he does. Oh, actually, and he does like the kind of like the. Um, who did uh, Watchmen? Uh, Al- Alan, Moore. Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Yeah. Alan, thank you. Alan Moore. Oh, the art writer. Yeah, yeah the writer. Yeah. He kind of does what he did in Watchmen, where between each chapter, it does a little bit of a breakdown, like kind of like you have a newspaper article here, mm, or you have something over uh-huh. here that kind of gives you a little backstory. So yeah. it does a very good job of fleshing it out, and and most of those interactions are the conversation between Uatu, who's now blind in this universe, and uh, X-51, who he's have, he's basically telling the Watcher what he's seeing on Earth as it's happening. And so that's kind of this weird filtered lens you get. And then the Watcher's always like, oh, well, you know, on this other planet, they're da-da-da-da-da-da. But here, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So, da 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 And that's typically how it kind of boils down. But okay. wordy, but a solid read. Uh, you can get at least an issue or two. Like I said, the main thing about it is it does get pretty crazy. But it's, it's like I said, you want to know where the Marvel Universe is going? Boom, Earth yeah. X is where it's at. Well, I guarantee you, there—that's smart. That's that's an important. I've, I've heard of that story. It's very. It's important enough that there's going to be a lot of stuff online that if you can't, if you don't pick up the book, you'll be able to get the story yeah. and everything from the yeah, yeah. from stuff they have online. And it does have a little bit of, of everything. Like I said, it, it focuses on Captain America and his kind of loss of faith in people because I think even he, he's like just a base level power guy. Like I think he's like MCU Captain America, and everyone else has you yeah. know spit fire out of their ass and they're like pulling buildings down <laughs> or, or weird shit. And so it, it does have echoes of Kingdom Come in there as well, where you kind of mm. see another Alex Ross cover. Yes, yeah. oh, oh, actually the whole book. book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, book. yeah exactly. It's a beautiful cover. Oh. Good one. Yeah. 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 But within that one, it, it, you—that's actually the closest I've seen Marvel play with that concept of what happens with superheroes generationally. Like eventually, they kind of stockpile up because more power people show up more and more and more, mm. and. What are these? What's the next generation doing? Like, what are they doing with their time? And that does answer this a little bit in this in this book. So it's again interesting. Cool. Yeah, and I'm awesome. pretty Love sure it. Kingdom Come is going to come up again uh, on one of these uh, yeah. one of these nominations. One of us is going to nominate that one. All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah. If, uh, that's pretty much all. I mean, we, we were going to talk about the toys that made us, but I think we can push that to another pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. We got we got a lot a lot in uh, 
today on just the comics, which is always good. Yeah. Well, considering we are a comic book pod. <laughs> yeah. yes. As it should be. As it should be. That is a fair point. Fair As point should indeed. be. Uh, I mean. But anyway, yeah. This, we're lovers of all things nerd. It also, all works also together. Time it's to, fine. Also, I'm going to finish toys because I didn't watch G.I. Joe or Lego. Mm. Yeah, you should watch those. But yeah, those are pretty yeah. solid ones. Like yeah, I actually I, watched them all while I was editing this week. Definitely right. good even, even the Barbie and Hello Kitty episodes are, are pretty interesting. Just just to see where they started and where they wound up and all that. But the Lego one itself just starts so funny because it's starting off like a mafioso kind of thing. Because they're they're like you find out that Lego to protect their bricks buries the original mold so no one else can get them. So yeah. when, they, when, they, when it, something goes out of content, but he's the building too. Yeah, but he's yeah. like they yeah. cement it over like yeah. it's a fucking mob boss. <laughs> and like that's how it starts. I was like, you sure no one's gonna find these? I don't know what they say. I was like, you sure no one's gonna find these? Yeah, no, nah, no one's getting these. And like oh, wow. the, the cement's just flowing over them. I'm like, what am I seeing right now? What is happening? Because right. what are you doing? I look yeah. forward to that because I thought because yeah. <clears throat> I was excited for that. that <clears throat> was it Lego Brickamon? Brickamon? Uh, Brickamania? Yeah, what they call it? Was yeah. it Brickamania? Brickamania? No, they call it. like Brickamentary, like it's like it was like documentary, but oh, oh, it's Brickamentary. Oh, yeah, it was. I thought it was gonna be way better. <laughs> that could be a documentary. Yeah. After the Lego movie was so great, but that documentary sucked. So I hope it was, <laughs> well, it was sorry, so boring. I can't. So boring, and I was like, I thought it was gonna be interesting, right? But that's why I didn't get excited about the toys that made us. I was like, ah, but I've liked all the episodes, they're, they're even so that fun. cheesy, yeah. uh, that cheesy theme song. The toys right. that made us. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and so now I'm an astronaut with my Luke Skywalker figure. And we'll yeah. talk about we'll talk about that show next time, and then uh, yeah, some more shows in the future. All right, for off the rack, I am Daniel Villalobos, Alex Wills, Russell Fung, John Hudson. Joshua Potter. We will see you next time, True Believers.